0: it missed it on the first one and now that's a very weird sound that i just made that starts off the podcast but anyway no i have not seen the office in like two years my favorite show of all time probably uh because they took it off of netflix and i will not pay for peacock i will i will be staunch in my uh, holding my ground enough is enough
1: Okay, I mean, we hope you're enjoying everything Netflix has to offer. We're updating our prices to bring you more great entertainment. Your monthly we're, price will change to 15 We're updating our prices. It's not a matter of raising or lowering them. It's just different. We're updating. <laughs> this update will allow us to deliver even more value for your membership. Sigh. <laughs> Welcome to our comedy podcast, everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I,
0: I I, can't hold it any longer. I gotta talk about, we gotta talk about the Book of Boba Fett some more, because... <laughs> spoilers for Book of Boba. Spoilers for Book of Boba. Or, hopefully you've stopped listening now, the Book of the Mandalorian.
1: <laughs> it's not that, though.
0: That, that episode was. Episode five, I'm gonna start it off by saying, was absolutely far and away the best episode of the season so far. You think so? Yes. Uh, You know why?
1: Because it was fun. (laughs) I didn't hate watching it. You just need like you need certain things for you to enjoy it. I I didn't sigh once. I didn't sigh it once this entire entire show. Then there's something wrong
0: with you. You need to hate more things. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm very much the opposite of that type of person. Except for this. Yeah. (laughs) Did you did you like episode five? I did. The return of the Mandalorian. I liked all
1: the episodes. Yeah. The thing I liked most about the Mandalorian was that it just filled in the gaps of what's been going on for the Mandalorian. Uh, of this episode? The thing you liked about this episode? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. We need to start this off. I need to apologize to everybody who listens, and especially those who listen, who are acc- uh, uh, acclaimed as big of fans of Star Wars as I am, or bigger fans, I was wrong, you and finally I finally admit it. I was so wrong, and I felt so embarrassed for myself. Borderline Sapuku here. All right, it was. <laughs> I I I totally forgot that Django was not Mandalorian. Yeah, and Boba is technically by blood, not Mandalorian. Right. I totally forgot those things. Can you can you fill in the gaps? Can you explain what do you this mean? revelation? Oh, like how I found that out? Yeah. Oh, I was just I was watching I was watching Book of Boba. Um I was oh no, let me rephrase that. I was rewatching The Mandalorian. Oh. Remember I told you this because you were like, Boba Fett's not strong. He's so weak and boring. It's like he he's old. It's like, yeah, I know. He was being digested by a Sarlacc. Uh and that's why he sleeps in a fucking back to tank days on end. Uh, I went back to see when you were like, "I want him to be a badass." So I went back to Mandalorian when he was a badass, mm-hmm. and he shot down two cruisers mm-hmm. with his fucking <laughs> with his missile on his jetpack before he was healed
0: with a back to tank.
1: Right, right. Go ahead, right. And I was like, "Okay, so because that's how he gets his armor back, right?" Yeah. And I go, "Okay, when he Bo-Katan, when he meets Bo Katan." When he when he goes into the cantina, right? Yes. Um, and the and the vitriol that she has for Boba Fett, mm-hmm. and they're kind of insulting him. He's just like, "Watch your tongue," you know what I mean? And then they yeah. get in a fight. And he's like, "Stop saving for the Empire," you know that kind of thing. <laughs> um, all of that was kind of the. <laughs> I'm horrible. I forgot
0: Bo-Katan was voiced by Trey Parker. <laughs> save it for the Empire. <laughs>
1: I'm horrible for voice. This is why I said to you today at work I want to be able to do a perfect Winnie the Pooh impression. I, why do you want that? Because then I would do it for everything. Sure. <laughs> That's really good. I would do a perfect Winnie the Pooh impression. You know, you for everything. should, real quick
0: sidebar, you should, uh, Dungeon Master, you should be the Dungeon Master for a D&D campaign. You have to come up with voices. It's not an option. So you just, you have to learn No, because
1: then every voice would sound like Cartman. <laughs>
0: That'd be fun. <laughs> I'm the big bad guy. <laughs> I'm gonna
1: steal all your souls and take you to hell. Anyway, anyways, um, and 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 the, because they are uh, they're insulted by him because of those details, and that's something that I totally forgot because I, I keep forgetting, and I've been told this plenty of times, especially by my uh, by my girlfriend. Mm. Everything that I take in my perspective of things in star Wars mm-hmm. comes from the lens of young me, like teenage mm. me mm. from comic books and like the young adult books mm-hmm. and stuff like that that came afterwards. So all these things that, you know, I have always had in my mind of what it was mm. are just, it's fake now because then like, Star Wars Lucasfilms comes out and goes, oh, no, this is what this is what it's going to be. Hmm. And I go, cool. Not what I remember from uh, the books or the comics. But OK, that's now a thing, right? Yeah. Like, OK, cool. Um, like, Jason and Jaina don't exist. Han and, and Leia's kids. I mean, you they don't exist. You, right? Like,
0: have, you, have you still not come to terms with that?
1: No, I the, have. No, like canonizing. No, like, I yeah, like I'm OK with it. But yeah. it's just my mind doesn't think that automatically. Your my mind, mind still defaults knows back. about Jaina. Yeah. Yeah, my mind defaults back to what I always had and envisioned and imagined as a kid.
0: Yeah, when Chewie died because well, he was crushed by a moon.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. When I built this universe for my imagination because that's what I had. Yeah, exactly. Right? And so, like, I've lived in that universe in my mind. So, that's how I perceive it all. Yeah. So, it, that's so I, I'm like, anyways, continue. Book of Boba. It's great.
0: So, you, we also, so the last episode, we talked up until episode three, uh, with like the scooter bikes and stuff like that. Uh, but you hadn't seen episode four. Uh, and then we both just watched episode five. So, we have like one and a half episodes <laughs> to catch up on. It's time for war. It is time for war. Uh, so I do. I didn't talk about this with you last week because you hadn't seen it, but I do actually really like the direction the story is going, like the modern day Boba story is going, Okay. And then we we caught each other at work today, and you're like, are you happy now that a droid literally says, congratulations, you're done healing? Yeah. <laughs> you're fully powered up. You're at 100%. Yeah. <laughs> no more flashbacks. No more flashbacks. No more Bacta. <laughs> you're like, you're good to go now? And I went, okay, yes, ready for episode five. And then episode five said, you know what, Chris, you've been really good. Here's a whole episode of The Mandalorian instead. <laughs> Uh, And then we'll get back to super-powered Bobo in episode six. And that's what we got. And boy, it was just uh, fan service all over. Just covered your face in fan service. Uh, Dripping. (laughs) There were callbacks to, like, every modern Star Wars, like, thing. Obviously, it's on Tatooine which is like hugely prevalent for the like the original trilogy. Yes. They had the Naboo N-1 starfighter that they outfitted to be basically like a muscle car
1: for mando's it's, new it's, uh, it's literally a muscle car right Oh, it was
0: so with good with the
1: carburetor sticking out the hood yep yeah with T- the spitfire like Ten- you said the spitfire yep. barrels from
0: a world war ii plane exactly it yeah it looks like a an, a, a dog fighting plane war, from yeah. like world war ii what's yeah. the uh, spitfire yeah you spitfire. got it <laughs> um Uh, the 10 year old me loved the N1 starfighter, it just looks so cool and sleek and like tear down, too, was so different, Yeah. yeah. And then they're like but now you're 29 year old Chris. Let's let's slap a carburetor on the outside of it. Put some guns on the front. Make it all silver. Make it go.
1: <laughs> yeah, they basically put it. it they, like when he starts it up. It's basically they put a uh, uh, not a turbo. What is it called? A supercharger. <laughs> yeah. Put basically. a supercharger coming out
0: coming out of it. Uh, just, it's just so good. But then there's still that like Naboo noise kind of underlying it. Yep, you know? it's um, still there. And then just the the visuals of how fast and nimble it was and
1: it goes to the canyon beggar's canyon
0: yeah they did it they did it (laughs) they They gave it to us so i speak it was funny that they went to beggar's canyon because when she was like oh i got something for you and she was like about to take
1: the tarp off you see the two engines in front
0: (laughs) i I was like is he gonna get a fucking no 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 no,
1: no. i i I, (laughs) when i saw the long um tails off the end off the sides i was like that's that's a Naboo fighter. That's <laughs> our, that has to be. That yeah. can't be any other thing. That has to be a Naboo fighter.
0: I thought it was a pod racer for a second. Then she took the tarp off, and I was like, oh, "That's even cooler." Yeah. And then I was like, "They're not gonna try some pull some bullshit that it was like Anakin's or something." No. Okay. Cool. No, it's just a regular one. Perfect. Love it. Uh, and then they like completely deck it out and she's like, hey, take it for a run and in the pod racing place from episode one. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. I was like, ah, like all the hours I logged into Be- beggars Canyon on the, the yep. N64, N64 pod racing, pod racing game.
1: game? <laughs> oh yeah, dude.
0: And he's just like never been in there before and never flown this ship before. Just like full throttle through beggars Canyon and like looked way faster than the pod racers were going, yes. <laughs> which was so cool. And then just took it up and it felt like
1: and it shows it entering the atmosphere oh, and like exiting the atmosphere through the clouds. Yeah. oh
0: my god it's it like, getting dark that's new things like we haven't yeah. really seen that moment in star wars before and i've gotten a similar feeling from actually the game no man's sky uh which is like a mixed reviewed game it's gotten better and better over the years but they had they specifically made it so you could take off from a planet and go up and like pass through the atmosphere and then you're in outer space and that feeling like for the first couple times was so like overwhelmingly cool and then we got to see it in Star Wars in a tricked out Naboo Starfighter with the Mandalorian piloting it Oh, so cool. You're used to driving a gunship. You got to get used to the starfighters. It is a little weird that a bounty, like, I feel like bounty hunters are like the live out of their vans type of people.
1: They are. That's why I thought like, yeah, you, he can't use this. Yeah.
0: He like, can- how's he going to store four carbonite bodies in that? Yeah. And exactly like, yeah exactly like, he he had so many like gadgets and he had like a kitchen and the thing and yeah like,
1: yeah he you, you're right they live out of their vehicle their yeah vehicle, like look at slave one right exactly exactly it, it's, it's the same concept of just... It's this it's, it's a, a utility vehicle. It's a big ship, yeah, yeah like they need to live at
0: it. it. It could be fast, but it has to be like a fast SUV is <laughs> basically what those ships It
1: makes are. me wonder if this is his temporary ship until he gets a bigger ship and then he'll just keep the bigger ship and use the <gasps> fighter to dock go. the fighter. Oh. Yeah, so he'll dock it and then he'll go on to planets oh, that's and really stuff. good.
0: I mean, or he could be... He could maybe like drop the bounty hunter side of him a little I, bit.
1: I'm glad you said it. Cause that's where I was going to mention when he says, you know, like I'll do it for free when she's like, Hey, but like I have a friend that needs help. because he yeah. like, Boba Fett. And then she goes, yeah, it's going to pay well. And he tosses it back to her and it's just like, this one's on the house. Yeah. It makes me think like, because we saw in the other, in the episode before that. Yeah. How Boba, Boba Fett is saying, aren't you tired of almost killing or almost dying for idiots? yeah wouldn't you rather be in control of you your life working for scugg holes <laughs> yes and have a tribe you know the power of a tribe yeah I wonder I wonder if Mando is gonna stop being a bounty hunter because again as they also as they also alluded Boba Fett says uh, uh, well they both uh, state it you know I have no shortage of money yeah like I have no shortage of coin yeah, money is much. no concern so with that being said it's not like, it's not like it's going to be a well, You know, we, we I got to still pay the bills for. I got to fuel yeah, it up. No. It's like mm, we have my more boy than is the the leader around here. We get tribute. Trust me, we, we're yeah. fine with money. So like maybe he joins. And then this is a whole new sect.
0: Well, with, uh, Mando's like storyline right now is I have the dark which makes me the rightful ruler of Mandalore, and he's not Mandalorian
1: though. Yeah, he is. He's no, found. Took his helmet off.
0: Well now he has to go
1: Oh, now he has to go bathe into the waters in the the, okay.
0: yeah. the waters of Lake Minitoba. <laughs> and uh the the basement of mandalore or something yeah. whatever uh which is
1: that's just got me so excited that we're gonna that's 100 go percent alluded to something he's gonna do oh
0: yeah like yeah. he's going to like scorched earth mandalore yeah. in live action that's gonna be so cool mm-hmm. uh it's probably gonna be in like mando season three i don't think we're gonna see
1: that in book of boba fett no i know i think no, no, he's no. gonna
0: help him with his thing i think like, he's gonna cool,
1: be i have my story to go do massive fight Thing and then I think he's Boba's gonna be like, So do you want to stay? He'll be like, I have some business to take care of. I, I have a couple bucks, I will return. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <And> he <laughs> picks up Grogu and was like, Hey, I got you some sheet armor or whatever. Like, yeah, here, yeah. Here. What do you
0: think that is that he made, by the way? Out of his, uh, it's very small. Like Ooh. they melted down. I thought they were going to melt down the whole spear. It looks like they melted down just the head, just the tip, uh, just the tip, just the tip, uh, and then made something that like is the size of like a baseball or smaller.
1: Well, Grogu's not big. No, he's a tiny little. I'm assuming little, it's. Like, I'm assuming it's the Beskar equivalent of like, uh, Mithril.
0: Yeah, something like, like it's that. just like
1: chain armor that yeah. he puts on underneath his robes or something. I'm assuming.
0: Uh, or I also saw tossed around uh, like a necklace, a chain necklace for the um, the little uh, uh, drive stick shaft ball thing that Grogu kept stealing from the the Razor Crest um cuz he still has that yeah he like took that when he went with <laughs> Luke which is so <laughs> fucking cute but
1: uh, he can like turn that into a a necklace or something but that's kind of dumb that it's made out of I don't think guard. it's because he said armor yeah he did he said armor so i think it's something that's just going to go under And then we Granger's saw rings ropes. so i'm assuming yeah it's chainmail yeah um which is flexible so, so that makes sense yeah
0: so many good things about this episode. Um, the the two X-wing pilots who they, like pulled him over for speeding near a <laughs> near a bus.
1: He flew too <laughs> too transit. close to a public cruiser.
0: Yeah, a public S- transport, which yeah. is so good. Uh, I also uh, one of my other friends at work pointed out, and I really love this too. Like how one of the things the show is doing that's really cool is like humanizing like not monstrous races in Star Wars, but um, Tusken Raiders. Mm-hmm. it's like no they're their own people. They got real shit going on. Um uh, uh, rancor's. Mm-hmm. Rancors are basically like the pit bulls of Star Wars where they're yep. actually really sweet and loving except if you unless you train them to fight. <laughs> uh so they get a bad rap. And then um uh what's the what's Greedo's race? The little green alien that he saw in the the uh, public cruiser? Uh uh, uh, uh. Line, this, Rodian, Rodian. Yeah, 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 I think it's Rodian. The little Rodian girl yeah. Yeah. Um, is just like a cute little kid on a bus, He's trying to wave <laughs> He's like, to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so cute. Um, yeah. Anyway, the uh, the X wings uh, that pulled him over. There's that one guy, obviously, who's in season two of Mando, who I didn't quite remember. Although you said you were just rewatching it. Did you watch that episode on the Snow Planet and the big snow bugs?
1: Yeah, they come and, and help.
0: They come and help. Oh, how did that end? Like, were they cool? Were they on cool terms when they left?
1: Yes, it was kind of like uh, you you help me, I help you. Like, how did Mando help it's like them? An even? For what?
0: Like they, I remember they came in and saved them from the big nasty snow yes. bugs. But why
1: did they do that? Like, oh, they were tra- they were tracking him. Okay, they, they were, were
0: like he was like they were trying to arrest him or something. Yeah, they were they tracking came in
1: him. and saved his life. Yeah, and then just like let him go. Yes, I believe they let him go that time. And then because what he said in that, what he said in um, when he before he blew away from them. Yeah. Um, they were like, so we found a razor crest like uh, amongst Imperial remains on this planet. Like, I forget the exact yeah. phrasing, but basically they were like, we found your broke your destroyed ship parts. Yeah. With destroyed Galactic Empire parts around them with dead stormtroopers everywhere. Yeah. He was just like, oh. like <laughs> That's why he poofed it. He was just like, uh,
0: oh, gotta go. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> and then just, like, did the thing of, like, cop car turn sizes sirens chasing, like, a crotch rocket on the highway. And the guy in the in the crotch rocket just goes, no, thank you. <laughs> And yeah. the cop's like, "Well, fuck, yeah, I'm not gonna chase him and cause How a do you crash jump or something." That's sublight, yeah. <laughs> Just Which that. that's also cool. Like that's some other other, other cool like lore building that uh, we haven't really seen much. Like sublight uh, speed, speed. That's cool.
1: Yeah, no, we haven't.
0: Like he didn't go at light speed. He went at like eighty percent light speed or something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Which is very cool that his little like one and a half person Naboo starfighter can do that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see it being a situation where, again, he gets. I don't know. I feel like the Razor Crest is. It's it's not as iconic as the other ships, but it's very much tied to the Mandalorian. Yeah, I mean, it's gone, so it's right. But what my point is that I I feel like they they're not. I can't see him keeping a a, a fighter, like a starfighter. As his primary vehicle. Yeah.
0: I, I, again, I can unless... see it as his personal, vid-
1: as personal just like, I'm going to go, so I need to get somewhere, or get in and out quick. Like, yeah. I can see that, but... AKA, like, I need to quickly swing by Mandalore. I got a yeah, yeah, side mission yeah. to do, and then I got I can't see it being... Um, yeah, I can't see it being a situation of, like, I'm going to go collect bounties in this thing. Yeah, no. It's like, no. Which
0: I I foresee his storyline now is going to have to be dealing with being the ruler of Mandalore. He's going to go... Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what's it? Not abstain. Uh, uh, absolve. He's going to absolve mm. in the waters of Mandalore. Yeah. He's going to come back and be like, okay, I, I rechristened myself or whatever. Which is also weird that apparently, like, that whole you can't take off your mask thing is like pretty like culty of oh, like a very small sect of Mandalorians because bo Tan is a real Mandalorian and she doesn't do that. Correct. And like nobody else does. Right. So like they're just in, he's in like a weird culty sect of Mandalorians. Which is like any, any culture, religion level. Yeah. Like we have like, where the, they're the super strict ones. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's gonna be interesting, and then he's gonna be like probably arguing with Bo Katan some more, and then mustering up the Mandalorians. You know
1: and- what was what was uh, surprising to me? I didn't realize the dark was like heavy,
0: which that, that was. was- also very cool that's what i wanted to kind of not end on but like i was building to like the lore they added around the dark saber which is the coolest fucking weapon in all of star wars (laughs) that it's made out of beskar first of all yeah the hilt is beskar we don't know like what kind of crystal it has but like it gets he said it was made by a jedi it was made by a jedi mandalorian yes um it gets heavier with each swing he said uh and then she's like you need to learn to control it i'm thinking not with not with muscle not with strength yeah, but you need to like feel it yes. or something like that i'm thinking two things darksaber has some cool spooky darksaber shit going on with it or that's just kind of how lightsabers are and like the you force need allows you to the, control it you need to tap into some kind of energy so
1: the force so this is a perfect situation of what i said before before all of this became canon with you know uh disney buying yeah star wars it was the only people who could properly use lightsabers were force sensitive and force trained people. Yeah. Because you had to control the energy of the blade. Yeah. And you had to control the weight of the, Sounds of very the handle. Similar to this. It was very much like the, it doesn't feel like a sword, so it's very weird. You have to learn, you have to stay focused on it, and you have to like, there's energy to it. And it, yeah. Not that it's heavy, but just it was such a wild weapon to use. You had to be able to be so forced attuned to it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, nope. Uh, uh what's his name? He could just pick it up and use it against Kaloren. And it's like Finn? Yeah, Finn. Well, he's force sensitive. True, I guess. I I don't know, they they kinda of retconned it in a way of just a like a little bit. They, no, you could just pick up a lightsaber and use it. They shied away from Bleh. it. I mean, he
0: didn't really hold his own. He tried to use it and then he got slashed the fuck yes, up. Yes, <laughs> but
1: the fact that he was able to like again, that's why I think there was so much behind the Force Awakens, because all the fucking geeks are just thinking, yes, he must be force sensitive. That's why he's able to use it. That's how that works. Yeah. And then it was just like... "Eh, He kind of just could use it. We're just going to move on. Yeah. Like, And it's just okay. I mean, Han Solo used it briefly to cut open a tauntaun. Yes, he He didn't didn't fight with it, though. No, he didn't fight with it, though. But used it like a tool. Yeah, he used it like a tool. Yeah. Which uh, you could do, right? Like, it's not like it's going to just... It's not like it's bucking and shit like that in your
0: hand. Yeah, I mean, they... Weirdly, like the most iconic weapon in all of sci fi, probably the lightsaber. They weirdly don't have like super specific lore <laughs> around or
1: like rules.
0: Well, they have this. They,
1: well, they have the whole episode of the Clone Wars showing how, like, how, how they build them, how the, the Jedi get them. their crystals yeah. and how they build them, which is so cool. Stuff. One yeah. of the
0: best episodes of the show. But like, even in the beginning, there were supposed to be like heavy, like, samurai blades or like sabers, um, like, like Scottish, like. Claymores. Yeah, like Claymores and stuff like that. And that's why they moved really slow. But then also, like, filming-wise, it's because they were huge wooden sticks. Yeah. So they're actually swinging them around. Yeah. And then by, like, episode three... No, but then then there's... by episode one. <laughs> episode one.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're just flailing them around. Darth Maul, excuse me? Like, yeah, they're basically, episode... like, nunchucks. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... It... They, you're right they don't heavily touch on it because there's so many different styles between the pre-galactic era mm-hmm. which is episode one right episode one two three yeah um, and then you have um the Clone Wars yep where it's crazy fighting through all that and then you have uh like you have the original which is like you were saying much more samurai based mm-hmm. and then in in the in um, with uh, post original trilogy, you still have kind of a style. Like Kylo Ren treats his like a claymore. Yeah, he swings. It's it heavy. Wildly. It's constantly yeah. at his side and not up. Yeah, it's constantly down. He has to th- use his whole body to throw it. Yep. It's just, I don't know. It's it's very unique. Yeah. It's a very unique weapon because it's not easily defined.
0: Yeah, I do like how they're all like diff- different.
1: Yes, like, it's not, it's, they're not all the same. Yeah, because it would get boring watching someone use it like a katana over and over and over and right, over. Right, but like at the same time, part of it, like you said, is samurai based. But then you have it's almost. Um, I feel like the older you get, like especially the older Jedi, and you see you see it with Obi Wan as he ages, mm-hmm. especially in like Clone Wars, mm-hmm. it becomes almost more like fencing. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, where it's not so much like constantly dun 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 dun. It's just like a move and then you back yeah. off and it's you go again like, acrobatic yes like, it's much Anakin, more precise like, jumping
0: flipping around it's
1: much more precise it's much more deliberate it's yeah. much more about the the right move at the right time it becomes yeah. a lot more about like less wasted energy in a way yeah interesting I feel. yeah but again it goes back to the uniqueness of it yeah but that it just goes that also just in comparison to the 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 dark saber <sighs> sorry excuse me <laughs> it's just it's this. It's this weird dynamic, and watching him trying to train with it, I felt so weird because I was just thinking, "It's." I thought it was. I didn't realize it had that much weight to it. Like it, he's acting like it's a fucking, like a kettlebell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, which is really interesting. It was so yeah. weird. I'm excited to see
0: where that goes. I'm excited to see if like he needs to be. Come force sensitive or if he finds out that he is force sensitive or just that he's not and that's why he's not good at wielding it which would be equally interesting to me you think so you think you need to be force sensitive for the dark saber i mean there's clearly something going on with the dark saber and i i hope that it's just it seems like what the mandalorian and boba fett are doing are just like improving the lore of star wars <laughs> they're not necessarily like expanding on it. Like I said that I wish that they were doing in uh, last week's episode, but like just going out and finding new planets or planets that were just kind of mentioned here and there and like yeah. fleshing them out and things like that. Yeah. But like it just like the thing with the, the rancor and, and Tusken Raiders, it's like that it's, it's better now. Like the rancor scene in return of the Jedi will be cooler now. Like when the, remember the, get it. the big fat, uh like shirtless rancor trainer like cries like balls his eyes out when the rancor dies. Yeah. Now we know why. Yeah. <laughs> like he was his trainer, that was his puppy. Yeah. Uh and things like that it was it was really cool. Um, what do you think about the Sarlacc? in episode 4? Yeah. <sighs> that was one of the hardest things to not talk about with you because you hadn't seen the episode that infuriated the shit out of me (laughs) why? because I keep saying like Boba Fett is a doofus in this show so far and you're like he's old and weak Mm -hmm. he wants to see what's inside the Sarlacc (laughs) so he's gonna take his ship with no reverse thrusters and just slowly like just peek into the mouth of the Sarlacc
1: it was supposed to be dead
0: yeah and he's like I can't see it's Mm -hmm. all dark that's because you're blocking the sun you moron and then it grabs him he's like what do I do and then Fennec Shand as always so I, I think I shared last week that my girlfriend's theory that I really like is and now I can tell you fully why Boba Fett has a couple conversations with her that kind of imply that, like, there's more to Boba Fett than the dude who he is. Like, the armor. Like, people fear and respect the armor. That's why he needs to go get the armor yes. back. Like, he, he keeps walking around telling people he's Boba Fett and, like, nobody gives a shit. So he, ha- he has to have the armor. That's, like, his symbol of power and whatever. And then he said there's a lot of benefit to people thinking you're dead. Mm-hmm. And so he's, like, waiting for the right time to reveal himself and whatever. And then he also said, like uh she was like how am i gonna trust you and he's like i'd i'd uh lay down my life for you or something like that since you're helping me like we're all a family and i'd lay down my life for you my girlfriend thinks he's gonna lay down his life for her and boba fett boba fett is going to die and she is going to like take up his armor and continue on did i share this with you last week no and continue on being quote unquote boba Boba Fett. fett um Still being the feared like bounty hunter crime boss Boba Fett, but it's Fennec Shand under the thing because obviously what I just said, the armor, there's a benefit in people thinking you're dead or whatever, even though that part doesn't really apply. I would lay down my life for you, things like that. And she is way more of a badass in this show than he is. Like he is the main character, but she is the one doing all the cool shit. When the Sarlacc gets caught by the ship, she's the one who releases the seismic charge. When they get in a fight, she's the one who shoots the guys and takes him out. When he's trying to figure out what to do, she's the one who gives advice of, like, we should go do X, Y, and Z, or we should call the people here. I'm giving you advice on how to be a crime boss. Like, she's better at all of this than he is. And then, for, like, the Disney reasons, it'd be fucking cool as hell to have a girl Boba Fett. Like... It keeps the story going. It keeps the story going. It keeps the this Boba Fett old, character alive. Tired, shrinkly dude, uh, and then we'd have like this this fresh, not young, because she's like she's actually pretty old. She was in uh, Bad Batch, yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. I think that would be really cool. And then, like, imagine being like a young girl fan of Star Wars and seeing how cool she is in this. It's like, hey, you know Boba Fett, your dad's favorite character growing up. Now it's a girl like
1: you. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, again, going back to like my childhood lore, Boba Fett was just the most feared bounty hunter, mm. right? And he's just its just that you cannot say Mandalorians are not intimidating. It's by design, yeah, right. Their visors don't look like that for a wide range of vision. No, let's which see. they showed in episode one. <laughs> yeah, let's be real here. They're, it's it's not meant for that. So it's yeah. it's it's an intimidation factor. Well, also protected right? Less less uh, areas for impact and vulnerability. Yeah. So there's that too. Um, yeah, I could see that. Now that you say that, I could see that happening. I could see that happening. Yeah. I mean, I I definitely wouldn't mind seeing it. Yeah. Because going back to you said the legend of Boba Fett, yeah, it was Django Fett, then it was Boba Fett, yeah, and then it would be, I guess, Boba Fett again, right? Yeah, yeah, and it would p- keep up the the story of how they are not true Mandalorians, but they, they, they have they the, wear armor, the armor, and they adhere and, to a yeah. certain code of yeah. of what they live by, and I could see it, right? I like could it's see not it. crazy far fetched. I we'll weirdly? Weird... question question sorry do we know if there's a season to you for Book of Boba Fett it hasn't been confirmed yet as far as I know maybe they don't plan to yeah uh, maybe they don't plan to
0: that's the other thing I could easily see this being like a cool little story to like
1: set up camp and okay now at the end of this Boba has Tatooine under control well, right but we had a great theory talking today earlier which was because they are now willing to fluidly incorporate the mandalorian yeah. and boba fett together yeah not only is it cool as shit <laughs> yeah not only does it make sense story-wise yeah but it also gives you the creative uh uh flexibility yeah on top of the uh the financial flexibility they have now <laughs> yeah to literally intertwine two not franchises but 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 two product lineups yeah in and out of each other at will
0: yeah exactly we so- had <laughs> mandalorian season two with boba fett visiting and yep. now I have the book of Boba Fett with Mandalorian visiting and they could just like ping pong back and forth like that as long as they need to.
1: Yeah. So. Or or when they want to. So yeah. when they want the story to be together or when they want it to break apart or when they want to yeah. fill in gaps for context, they could just do whatever they want. Yeah. So I don't know if they would actually want to end that or maybe make it spark something new. Mm. I almost going into that vein, going back to the Mandalorian I could see the Mandalorian having his own story with Mandalore Mm -hmm. and Boba Fett's involved in that. Yeah, I could see that. In a way, I could see that. Or um, Fennec Shan, Boba Fett. Sorry, what I meant to say was Boba Fett, just the Boba Fett. Yeah. Right? Either (laughs) or.
0: The person wearing the Boba Fett armor.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's. Yeah.
0: And you know what I would like too. like, you know what I would like about this is kind of what we all thought was cool about Boba Fett from the original trilogy was pretty much the armor. The armor and like the man of few words stoicness, shrewd.
1: Yeah, it's weird it's weird how Boba Fett as a character was um brought in, I feel. If you really look back on it, Boba Fett was brought in in Empire Strikes Back had almost zero dialogue. Yeah. And it was just you're going to hunt down Han Solo and then transport him right or whatever. yeah not even hunt him it was just like i think he did put out yeah no they put out the bounty find the millennium falcon well, i want han solo yeah right um and then hey you got han solo take him to java and that was it and then you had return of the jedi where he was just there as an escort to java for which was weird yeah like he,
0: he immediately wasn't as cool in return of the jedi he
1: was Absolutely badass in Empire. Uh, I mean, I think he was still cool, but it was just like, are you there just to party? Because you you got your bounty and you're hanging out with a crime lord? Kind of. Kind of? Yeah, I don't know. You're just able to chill out? Because you see him just hanging out in the club. Not that he enjoy- he's enjoying himself with anything, but yeah. he's just hanging out. And then that's it, right? Yeah. But there is that intimidation factor. Maybe it's like you're saying. It's like, oh, it's cool armor. Maybe it's just that. It's just the image of it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I... I- I think we may be missing
0: something. I think there was a reason that he was there at Jabba's Palace uh, and on the barge. But it was like intimidating having him there, knowing how badass he was in episode five. And then he's just quietly in the background. And it's kind of like that. It's like a. It's like Chekhov's Boba Fett. <laughs> like Chekhov's gun. If a gun is introduced somewhere in the story, the gun must go off by the end yeah. of the story. It's like if you have Boba Fett just there, you know that some shit's gonna go down. Yes, yes, which it does. <laughs> yeah, which it does. Which it does. So like it's it's intimidating having there, but he like accidentally gets bonked into the sarlacc pit and makes a comical scream as he bounces off the barge
1: and rolls down the yeah scene. the Wilhelm it's scream. Like, whew,
0: Ooh, there goes
1: his coolness
0: yeah <laughs> oh no <laughs> he fell into the starlight pit yeah
1: that was no that was fucking <laughs> but yeah so and then you go from that i don't know how to chronologically take it because then you get introduced to Django fett right you get sure. you get introduced with the prequels who was uh, like set up to be
0: like oh we uh, jedi ordered this clone army So we found the baddest motherfucker in the galaxy (laughs) to clone his DNA. exactly, And it's this guy. And he's just living it up with his clone son. Um, And then he fights Obi-Wan. And Jango Fett fighting was like actual badass. Like it was very, very cool. It was like kind of what we deserved to see Boba Fett fight as. We got to see it as Jango Fett.
1: Yes. Watching Jango Fett fight is the way Boba Fett fights in uh, Battlefront 2. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool. That's yeah. definitely what it was. In that's the how it is. Like hovering, shooting, flamethrower, yeah, flamethrower, like, thrower, like yeah. missiles. Yeah, all yeah. that shit. Like that's how it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Again, going back to our initial reactions to, oh, the Book of Boba Fett, you and I, I think we're both kind of on the same page, right? We weren't blown away like, oh, my God, I can't believe the Book of Boba Fett started. It was just, (laughs) no, this is neat. Like, let's see what they do. Yeah, let's let's see what they 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 do. do. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was it. Because I think you and I are both on the same page of it's We're not blown away by just because it's Boba Fett. Yeah. But I will say there's so much more appreciation I have for Boba Fett now as a character. Yeah, because so much like like you were saying earlier, so much of it's now fleshed out, and it's so much more interesting. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's interesting.
0: I think going into Book of Boba Fett, it was something that I didn't really need. It's like I didn't, I don't, I don't need a whole show (laughs) about Boba Fett after he crawls out of the sarlacc pit and tries to be a crime boss of Jabba. Like like the the post credit scene of Mandalorian season two, where he like oh comes in and shoots uh what's his face wormhead guy who's taken over. They've Said his name like a hundred times in the book of Boba Fett.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, come oh, on, it starts with a B, but does it?
0: The guy he took over for Job the Hutt. Oh man, people are screaming. Yeah, no, pump. it was uh,
1: his like it was like his assistant, Bib Fortuna. Yeah, yeah, got it. You Thank go. you, it Don't a you Judge her the B. Yep,
0: um. He like comes in and shoots him and takes down and Fennec Shan sits on the armchair and takes a swig and it's like so badass. It's like ooh that could go somewhere really cool. But they're
1: like yeah we're doing a whole season and I was like eh,
0: all right yeah we'll give it a <laughs> shot.
1: <laughs> we have you noticed that since he got to a hundred percent from the back to tank you haven't seen him fight?
0: <laughs> yeah exactly because they're they holding gave, it off. They're they waiting. Gave me a little treat.
1: They're waiting. <laughs> hey, they're thanks wait-
0: for sticking around so long.
1: I think they're waiting until the big the big fight scenes. Yeah. Now. I mean, they're probably going to do like the penultimate
0: episode six and then the big finale episode seven, which, um, based on Mandalorian is going to be like a back to back. Like that's going to feel like one long episode if you were to like marathon through it all. Um, cause like Mandalorian season one ends with, oh, shit, we got to make sure uh, Baby Yoda is safe because we didn't know his name was Grogu at the time. So, like, IG-11's going to get him. And, like some ba- and then, like, all the Death Troopers and the stormtroopers are, like, surrounding the building we're in. We're fucked. And then end of episode. And then episode uh, seven picks up right there. Uh, and then season two is kind of the same thing, but they were, like, on their way to infiltrate the Moff Gideon's ship. Right. And then we got the whole... Blah blah blah. So yeah, I think episode
1: six and seven is going to feel like the finale part one, finale part two. You know what scene was really funny? Mm. Um, the scene where the two, uh, 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 the two speed bikers, the uh, M- the Empire speed bikers are. Mm. They have Grogu. Yeah, they're like <laughs> punching it. Yeah, they're punching him. They're punching Grogu. Yeah, um, for whatever reason. And the nanny, the IG nanny comes up. It's just like, I am here to take care of the child. <laughs> They're just like, get out of here, droid! And it's like, no, I'm here to take care of the child. Please give me the child. <laughs> They're just like, fuck you, I said back off! And it's just like, fuck you! <laughs> and it's just like, and then it's just, okay, like an engaging defensive mechanism. And it just like grabs the guy's arm and just breaks it. Yeah. And the guy's just like,
0: ah! Just screaming. Uh, Jason Sudeikis, by the way, was one of those stormtroopers. Oh, really? The one who punches Grogu was Jason Sudeikis from SNL and Ted Lasso.
1: <laughs> Got a lot of... <laughs> hate mail from that one
0: <laughs> get um, out of
1: here droid Yeah, that was awesome you gotta back off and it just grabs the arm breaks the arm <laughs> the guy's like what grabs the gun rips the gun out like just it's just <laughs> so good IG-11 is
0: one of my like favorite Star Wars characters in a long time I just I love the droid characters K2 SO
1: from Rogue One that I just rushed recently he's so good I like how I like when they do droids properly yeah like I was sad they they blew up a uh, gonk droid <laughs> But and I'm glad they I got made it say, say gonk. They made it say gonk right before it blew up. <laughs> like he looked at the droid and went, gonk and then he shot it and gonk. it blew up. I was like no, not the gonk droid.
0: I was so happy that it said gonk. I was <laughs> like, <makes> like gonk. <making>
1: <makes> <laughs> I was like no, it's a gonk droid. They're innocent. They're, they're, <laughs> they're innocent so good. Gonk droids. Did you
0: see the the four-legged gonk droid? When there was a four legged gonk droid, I don't know if it was uh, episode four or five, but there was like a, a quadruped
1: gonk <laughs> a quadruped gonk, <laughs> quadra um, gonk, <laughs> gonk, gonk. <laughs> he had these little, the little mouse droids, so beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, and yeah. just running all over the place. <laughs> so good, yeah. They, they did a great job with droids, yeah. Well, they did a I fantastic so. There's job. There's so with many droids. of them
0: that all serve different purposes, and it feels like it's not questionable at all. Like, even when they were the stupid fucking. Doo, 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 let's gotta sneak into the kitchen and get the rat catcher droid. Oh, no. <laughs> can't get him. I'm Boba Fett. Oh, boy. Um, but then when they had, like, the General Grievous chef. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the six blades and whatever. Yeah. Um, and then badass Fennec Chan just slits his throat <laughs> with the acid or whatever it was, which is gnarly and cool. Um, but yeah, like, all the droids is like. You almost, like, just see them, and you know what their deal is. Like, you know what that droid is for. Like, C-3PO, just the fact that his arms are like that, is, like, he's, like, the butler, almost, kind yeah. of. Like, that's yeah. his role. He's and the talker. R2-D2 is, like, the gadget droid, because he's just, a, like, a rolling lunchbox or whatever. And he just... <laughs> a rolling tool cart. Yeah, he's clearly for, like, some specific, like,
1: m- mechanical well, purposes. Which he is, as an astromech droid. He's an so astromech droid, purpose. yeah. And then you have the pit droids.
0: Yep, who are just... C- comic relief
1: <laughs> no you got to see them do a lot more um they weren't just like holding wrenches like they did back in the prequels yeah they were actually like there was a scene of them doing like a, a work a, a manufacturing line <laughs> yeah. of putting parts together quickly yeah. like yeah like, like, like one, really quickly that's and then
0: we got to see i can't believe we haven't talked about this we got to see a dio droid did you yes. play star wars jedi fallen order uh, no. Are you like, you've seen it Are you're aware it. of it? I've seen it. Yeah. That's like the droid he has on his shoulder the whole time. Really? really? Yeah. That droid is originated from that video game. Oh. Uh, from like two or three years ago. The little okay. bipedal one. Yeah. Uh, walks yeah. around like a little chicken. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's like, he's so like friendly and he like literally perches on your shoulder and like when you're swinging, you could like press a button and he like shines a flashlight or he could like investigate something. Uh, and he's like, just like your friendly little, he's like a little parrot on his shoulder. Uh, and he's really good, and he has like the big wonky eyeballs. Yeah. He has like two cameras, one's bigger than the other. It's very cartoony. Uh, like I did the the Leonardo DiCaprio like point <laughs> at the screen thing when he came, because I, like, oh, I, oh. <laughs> I thought uh, <laughs> Cal Kestis, the, the main character from Jedi Fallen Order, was going to show up. Because I was like, that's his droid. Imagine, but it's just it's just another one of those droids, yeah, which yeah. is cool. But I I really thought that Cal was going to show up because uh, Tuesday they announced Jedi Fallen Order 2, the sequel to the game.
1: I, uh, I gotta play it. It's
0: really... I have it. Genuinely, one of my favorite Star Wars stories. It's okay. like up there with like Episode 5, Rogue One, Mandalorian. Oh, shit. It, okay. It's really, really okay. good. And it's okay. fun
1: as hell. Like, it's a super good video game. Do you think we run into those Mandalorians again? Uh, what Mandalorians? The uh,
0: armorer and... Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. You think so? Yeah, he's gonna go bathe in the Mandalorian bath and, and come then back. Come right back to
1: Halo. (laughs) (laughs) That's (laughs) it. When I first saw it, I just went, that looks a lot like Halo. It's a ring planet. And then it showed, it zoomed up and it showed like the the light, how it keeps shifting. And I go. Which
0: is super cool.
1: Yeah. But I went, this, this is Halo. And then it showed (laughs) him walking and I went, okay, we're in Halo now. Yeah. So, okay.
0: which Sure. Why not? Sure. Ring planets are a very popular thing in sci-fi. The most famous one, obviously, is Halo. Yeah. But what I liked better about the Star Wars one is that it's not a ring planet that they just put rivers and mountains on. Because why the fuck would you do that to a ring planet? It's a city. It's a city. It's just a city with centrifugal gravity. Yeah. Uh, and it made total sense. I loved oh, but the whole the whole scene that took place there with the armorer and um, the beefy guy. I forget his name. Uh, <laughs> the Vizsla. beefy guy. The Vizsla, Um, the tank, (laughs) Um, the scene where they're like fighting, 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 and he gets knocked off the bridge. Cause I was thinking, boy, they are fighting pretty close to outer space. (laughs) Yeah. And he falls off and jetpacks back up. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. He's, he's cool. And then they like challenge each other to the duel and they take off the jetpacks and they fight on that bridge. That was such, that's such good writing. That is such good writing. They never said, like, I'm not going to fall off because I got my jetpack as long as I don't ever take it off. Like, it was just very, like, it happens and you notice. And it was, like, a little not subtle enough that I was like, they're taking the (laughs) jetpacks off. They could fall out into outer space now. But, like, that was enough to get me, like, way more invested and excited and nervous about that fight. Which I'm glad ended the way it did, because I didn't want him to be like, all right, there's three of us. Time to rebuild our community. All right, there's two of us. <laughs> yeah, time to rebuild yeah, our community. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought they didn't make it. What do you mean? Because the last time you see them, they're fighting. What do you mean? The Mandalorians. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, we, I don't think. I think they,
0: as far as I can remember, they specifically left it vague. Yeah, they left it very vague because like, they just said, like get fighting.
1: out of here. We like for We'll, cover them we'll hold go.
0: them off, and then they leave, and yeah. we don't know what happens. Then we find out they killed everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, at <laughs> least like, two oh. of them made it out. Okay, cool. Uh, oh yeah, because there was more than two. Yeah, so. exactly. And I love the the way we got like reintroduced to what Mando is up to because like okay, he's clearly still a bounty hunter. He's still he is making money, metal as fuck nowadays. <laughs> he doesn't have his kid around, so he is cutting people in half. <laughs>
1: I was just about to ask, what do you mean metal as fuck? And then you answered it. So. He, he cut a dude in half. <laughs> yes, through the tape. Yes, He
0: said his line that I don't think he said since like I could bring episode you in one. warm, or I, or I could bring, bring you in cold. cold.
1: <laughs> Which he got interrupted. That is, a, that is a very Western style line so to deliver. Good. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, uh, which he said in like
0: the first scene of episode one, season one of the Mandalorian. Yep. When, when he puts the puck down, and he does.
1: And, yeah. He doesn't say anything until then. Yep. And the guy's like, "Oh, oh, okay. I mean, hey, hey, you know." And he's <laughs> the, like, "I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold." Yeah. 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 So, so awesome. So awesome. You look like a, a smart businessman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> has to talk him out of it. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. And then he just absolutely wrecks house. Gets hurt uh, by his and, own blade yeah that was by his own blade because he he didn't know how to use the dark saber which is really interesting like I like how we see him not being good at something because it's going to be more special when he is good at it later and then wrecks house with it yeah um and then just the the slow, like, reintroduction of what he's been up to. Okay, he's still a bounty hunter. He's still a badass. Okay, he still has the Darksaber, which means that whatever happened on uh, Moff Gideon's ship, ship, like, they clearly were like, okay, well, yeah. let's go our separate ways. Yeah. We are not yeah. happy with each other right now, but I got shit to do. Yeah, And then he finds the armor and the tank. Um and like gets re- reacquainted with them. Is truthful about. Yep, I took my helmet off like a fucking ton of times. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's bad, but whatever. And then uh, he's got like his mission to do, and now we were like caught up on. Okay, that's so. I know you
1: say that he's gonna bathe in the waters and go back, but I'm curious because right after that scene, right yeah. when they go, you are no longer a Mandalorian, and he leaves, he then immediately is confronted with the please place your weapons. You're not allowed to have weapons on a commercial carrier, yeah, commercial transport. He goes, I'm Mandalorian. It is against well, I mean, my culture. Like, and they're like, well, then no ticket. He's like, fine. And he takes off everything, including yeah. the darks. It's just very weird that he was just like, I'm not Mandalorian, so fuck it. Just, I guess. I mean, I think it's just you do what you got to do. He didn't have a
0: razor quest, so he like literally had to take the bus <laughs> to Tatooine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude, you can't bring your gun onto the bus. And knife and, like, and grapple
1: and missiles and, and there's, there's no way to get around that. I'm like I need to get around. But, but it was just it was just a, a scene where they had it right after he was declared no longer Mandalorian. Yeah. And then he has a moment of protest of just, but I am Mandalorian. That is this is it goes against against my culture. Yeah. And they're just like, it's a bus, man. You can't can't have a dark saber on a bus. <laughs>
0: It's rule three. <laughs> yeah, it's just,
1: okay. And he puts it all in this little box, right? Yeah. It's just...
0: Which, if this were a Boba Fett episode, it would be, whoops, we lost the box. <laughs> 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 Gotta go get the box. Gotta go on a three episode
1: side quest to go find your box of Darksaber. I wish you, see, here's the funny thing. I don't know why you have this opinion of Boba Fett, and I don't. I don't know why we have such differing opinions about Boba Fett. It's literally me and one person at work are like,
0: what the fuck is wrong with him? Why do people like him in this show? He's, I still... I like the show. I like everything they're doing but you have except to, okay. for Doofus McGee. You
1: have to realize this, this key part of what they're trying to tell about the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Right? They're trying to... And they they showed it in the first three episodes, right? Mm. The first three to four episodes. They showed... This was Boba Fett and this is him becoming something else. And he even says it when he offers like oh we can have a community, right? And he talks, he gives the speech of just yeah. I was taken in by the Sand People by the Tusken Raiders. Yeah. You know, and 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 she goes and I think she I think she said something about um like you're getting soft. Yeah. Like you got you've gotten soft in your age. I'm stronger. Yeah, exactly, am, he goes. I no. am Boba Fett. <laughs>
0: He probably said that. He did
1: say. He didn't say, "I am Boba Fett." What he said, he did say, "I am stronger because of it." The story is <laughs> about transformation. The story is about what. Well, by the book of Boba Fett, they're talking about the story of this person's life, and the person's life is it, it. A chapter changes, right? A chapter goes by, and a new chapter begins. This is a new chapter of Boba Fett. Damn, dude. Boba Fett's not supposed to be the badass anymore yeah. because they're changing who he is. Yeah, I think he's going to be this ruler, and that's what they want him to be. They don't want him to be this merciless, this merciless fucking bounty hunter serial killer. They want him to just be the guy who rules Tatooine now. Yeah, and that's that's his role. I think perhaps he gifts the armor instead of dying. Okay. I could see him saying i am i no longer need the armor i've i have garnered the community i have the, the armor respect. of my family <laughs> i am boba fett <laughs> exactly yeah i think it could, that's a possibility because i think that's what they want i think what they want to do is they want to change the perception of boba fett and mm-hmm. they want to change not so much of just oh he's so like loving now it's just no He's been through a traumatic experience, a life changing experience, and he no longer wants to be what he was. Mm. He even says it, right? Aren't you tired of risking your life? Like, don't you wanna have like somebody there and have a community and a tribe and you wanna have a group and you wanna be together. Yeah. Right? Aren't you tired of risking yourself? Yeah, exactly. They're trying this whole show is about transitioning him out of who Boba Fett was to us and into who Boba Fett is. Is going to be and how basically
0: he was raised by his dad to be like that. I don't
1: think he wanted to be that. No, he was he was he was in the fucking ship like in the in the asteroid belt against Obi Wan, wasn't yeah. he? And it, he was laughing when he was like, Oh, I got him. He's like, Yeah, you did. Fuck him. Like, it was just, <laughs> Yeah, I'm Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that was that was his impression. I mean, you know? yeah, but that's the way you're raised. That but that but that's what I'm when, saying. When
0: you're a kid and your your pa- your dad your single dad is like, "Let's go, Brandon." Like <laughs> like I hate masks. Vaccines are for idiots. Yeah. And then you your dad tells somebody off. He's like, "Well, your vaccine, you're you're an idiot." And your kid's gonna go, Haha, "Yeah,
1: fuck him. I'm bubblefit." That's that's what I'm saying. That's and what then I mean he grows it. up and he's like, "I don't want to be like this." <laughs> That's what I mean. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. He's at a point after his experience and being shown a different way of life from the Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. I think he wants to close the his book of being Boba Fett. <gasps> his book of Boba Fett. Yes. He wants to close the book of Boba. He wants to Fett. close the book of what Boba Fett was. What if he is? writes some rules
0: of like Rule One of being Boba Fett? Rule two, and the this all these rules are combined in the book of Boba Fett, and then he gives it to Fennec, <laughs> Fennec, and then uh, maybe falls back into the Sarlacc pit and dies for real.
1: <laughs> no, I think if anything, he might he at the end of the battle with Fennec, Mandalorian, and him, uh, Mando and, and Boba Fett, and they, mm-hmm. um, they're gonna be victorious or whatever. Yeah, either it's gonna be like you said, Boba Fett dies, Fennec, and Fennec picks up the helmet like Boba did for Django. Mm. And it's a, a mask. Hey, that the seems there. The helmet gets picked up, and the mantle gets changed. That's there. That that's now a possibility based off of what you said in my mind. Um, or it's a, I am now like, remember he says after he talks to all the crime lords about how, if you don't want to, if you all I ask is if you, if you do not help me fight them, you stay neutral. Yeah. And until then, I'm done. Until yeah. I'm done. And Fennec is like, how do you know they're going to do that? And he was like, because they're not as dumb as you think. Because that's where the money is. That's where the money is. They're yeah. not as dumb as you think. They're going to do what they think is best for themselves. But yeah. they'll know that eventually it's going to be that. Yeah. I think they join him in the end. Yeah. And they fight the Pikes. Yeah. Interesting. And I think they win against the Pikes. And I think they all have this mutual, we worked together as yeah. a tribe for this. And then it either turns into... Like, I am now no longer I don't need this armor anymore, because I now have what I want here, yeah, and that's when he goes, Fennec, like, here you go, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think <Fennec> catch. <laughs> I think most of them are going to stay neutral. I think one of the crime families is going to try to betray him, uh and then the other crime families are going to step in and be like, "No, nah, fuck you. You're not part of our club anymore. That'd be cool, yeah, that'd
1: be cool. I'm excited. i I am excited i will i will also like to point out that i think a lot of the writing for a lot of these shows has been very well done
0: i think so too and the directing
1: um
0: bryce dallas howard did this last episode yes return of the mandalorian which like there's something genetic going on there you think so ron howard and bryce dallas howard yeah um yeah she's been rocking it she directed uh, i think one episode of each season of the mandalorian she directed an an episode of black mirror uh which Mm. if you've seen black mirror it's the one where like your whole life is based on like the worth of like how many likes you have
1: oh yeah i've seen that
0: one yeah i've seen that one um she started that one and directed it. i'm pretty sure um yeah really good it's it's been it's been good
1: the shows have been good the show's been very good they've done a good job about them too yeah um and they're not doing cheesy fan service. No, it's you know? it's all felt cool. Like even like the cheesiest fan service that we've
0: gotten in this show maybe in the Mandalorian as well was in this episode when he flies the the Naboo starfighter around and she's like, "How was it?" and he just goes, "Wizard." <laughs> like I was like that's so stupid, but I love it. That was that was cheesy, but incredible. That was fine. It's so wizard, Annie. No. <laughs> it was it was fine it wasn't that bad it was cool after that scene of just look how cool this thing is (laughs) and like look at him through becker's canyon then he takes it up through the atmosphere and he's just ripping around and then he outruns some cops and then he comes back and he's and he says a line from episode one it was wizard (laughs) (laughs) which is awesome what if she came back and she was like how was it? And he just goes, "Plokenu Catawa."
1: <laughs> Slemo. <laughs> I'm imagining if he actually said that. If he actually said that. Yeah, some <laughs> horribly be, Americanized Italian language. Like. It would be so fucking absurd. So but, good. Yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited to see where it goes. Very I excited. Yeah, a, a fully healthy Boba Fett teamed up with. Uh, fennec and mandalorian yeah i also didn't know fennec was uh had android parts yeah i i wasn't sure if they
0: showed that but i remember obviously thinking like she got shot in the gut and now she's back so obviously something happened but i like i could have sworn i knew that she had droid parts or something i didn't know yeah but that's super cool oh the other thing that i couldn't tell you about fucking thundercat (laughs) was the guy who fixed her up with droid parts Like, that dude with the blonde dreadlocks is, like, the musician Thundercat. (laughs) Do you know that? Like, that's him. We were literally watching it, and he comes on and he goes, hey, oh, you should have said that. And I went, is that fucking Thundercat? (laughs) 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 Like, Danny Trejo in episode three, and let me repeat it again, Thundercat. Yes, okay,
1: so (laughs) here's the thing. Here's the thing with Star Wars. I feel like it's very easy for them to get people for very cheap to be in Star Wars. Oh, yeah. They got Daniel Craig for free. <laughs> yes. Right. I, I think it's very easy to get whoever they want. It's just, yeah. Do you want to be in Star Wars? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. We'll give you uh, like a Big Mac and some 10-piece nugs. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay, each day? Like, how long am I going to be on set? It's like, oh, it's like a 10-day thing. Okay, so each day then, right? Like, I'll get my nugs each day. It's like, yes. Cool, I'm there. I'm there. What, day, what time do I show up? For those
0: who don't know, uh, Daniel Craig, re- like, begged J.J. Abrams to just put him in somewhere in Star Wars, and he was the stormtrooper who Ray mind controls while, like, to unlock her uh, restraints. Uh, and he's like, and I'll leave my weapon. And he, like, walks out the door. His designation, by the way, uh, his, like, Stormtrooper number was JB007. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little heavy-handed, he's but... Played, played by Daniel Craig. And if you go back and you rewatch that scene, you're like, holy shit, that is Daniel Craig. <laughs> like, you could absolutely hear it in his voice. Yeah. Um, which is very cool. Uh, but, yeah, the cameos are fun. At Thundercat, like with blonde dreadlocks which is like that is his look <laughs> like that is how he performs on stage they didn't put him in any sort of
1: like thing i don't know i, I like so, i guess i'm fine with it Like you know what that's something i'm kind of weirded out by is how they have this weird youth injection into tatooine mm. and it's just oh these punk kids you know yeah where was that before with their leather jackets and switchblades it's yeah. just that's what it feels like each time and, and like it's just club music <laughs> Yeah, and I'm uh, just—it's just—it goes back to the youth part, right? They're just like, oh yeah, Tatooine's infused with youth or whatever. They have uh, the culture's changing. It's just that's not. You go back and watch Tatooine from each segment of movies, yeah, and it's just that is not the vibe. There's also way more aliens
0: and all in Tatooine. If you go to like the most likely cantina, like Obi Wan, Han Solo, and Luke are like the only Only humans. humans. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's so it's but. just it's
1: that's what I mean. It's just it's
0: it doesn't quite feel like Tatooine.
1: That's it. Yeah. It feels out of place in a way. Yeah. It feels out of place. It doesn't feel normal.
0: Yeah. But anyway, I, I still like it. I still, still like love the show. It. Still super excited to
1: uh see where it goes. I'm sure we'll talk about it next week. We're not gonna have another uh, another topic tonight. We are not. But have you finished Tenet yet? I haven't started Tenet yet. Okay. But you finished Batman. I did. Oh, okay. we won't have time to talk about it we'll talk <laughs> another about it week time. another week i think
0: i'll have to watch it again just to like stay fresh on it but yes i did i
1: did watch batman uh i'm not gonna tell you what i thought about it but yeah no don't don't i'm sorry i interrupted i interrupted you what were you gonna say that's it oh okay <laughs>
0: okay we'll talk about we'll finally talk about batman next week
1: and probably
0: more book of boba fett oh, that too and maybe tenet but i, I can't make any promises I don't know, man. You ask too much of me.
1: I want you to see Tenet with your girlfriend. Okay. Okay. I just think that... I'm assuming she hasn't seen it. Yeah,
0: maybe uh, the snow day we're getting on Saturday. Ooh! If we don't lose power. I like
1: that. Uh, Yeah,
0: they set up 40 eh, mile power. Eversource did send us an email that basically said, Hey, you're going to lose power. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much the vibe of the email. Seriously? Uh, Yeah. Of like, hey, we're expecting a lot of shit to go down, and you're in an area that may be prone to blah, blah, blah. So here's the trick.
1: This is something we found out. Yeah. We have never been without power for more than 20 minutes. Underground wires. (laughs) Not only that, but we are connected on the same grid as two uh elderly facilities there you go so you cannot be without them so we are our area is prioritized yeah so the second we've had an outage move near an old folks home is the moral of the story it comes back pretty quick that's pretty cool so in a, I, I mean I, hey swing by if you need power or heat yeah i was gonna say if you don't <laughs> yeah. want to freeze besides you can swing besides by. the
0: cold i honestly love n- no power it's like ooh, candles and books which means flashlights and nintendo switch yeah which is which is
1: nice <laughs> but i mean uh when it's you know besides the cold i said 12 degrees and yeah. <laughs> 20 inches of snow it's not as fun but no yeah. in all seriousness yeah if like if you if it's an emergency emergency situation and the snow's not too bad yeah you well i can the, also come, you come the get closest
0: you. like friend or relative yeah
1: i can also come get you yeah i have snow tires on an all-wheel drive super well i have take no it problem let's take it off okay.
0: yeah. <laughs> but thank you happy yes. snow day in advance and uh Happy Book you. of Boba. Happy Book of Boba. See you next week. Woo.
1: Did you see that Netflix updated their prices? 15.99. Ooh. I hope my dad doesn't cancel it. <laughs>